I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And let us reflect. 2020 for most of us began with hope. It got derailed with the fog of COVID-19 descending. We stabilized, we adapted, we progressed despite the restrictions. Races canceled, but we charged on. Hope began to bubble up. Are we en route to a new version of a normal life? We hope. But no, the fog descends again. More races evaporate. As we look into the rest of 2020, it's really hard for athletes to find purpose. It's tough to carve meaningful direction. The challenge of accomplishment is difficult to gleam from a turbulent journey that we all share. We hit a crossroads. Do we fall into despair, call the year a write-off, stumble through and just wait for better things on the other side? Or, and you know this is the route, we stand up, we pull our socks up, Despite the turbulence and despair, the challenge and the crumbling race plans, we commit to make the end of 2020 all about performance excellence. We create purpose. We create direction. We create mission. We deliver personal accomplishment. And we do it together. Sounds terrific, don't you think? But how, you ask? Well, that's the theme of today's discussion. No matter if you're elite, serious amateur, participant or fitness enthusiast. No matter if you're a busy mum in angst with kids that may or may not be going back to school in person in the fall. No matter if you're a time-starved executive looking to thrive in work and drive to continued leadership. In fact, no matter if the last few months have been an immense struggle with very poor consistency or you're actually quietly harboring a little guilt because the last few months have been personally really fun and full of positives. No matter, today we set the path for you. Finding your performance in the back half of 2020. There is much to accomplish now. Let's not wait now. And in striving to the now, we also, as you hear, will be setting up the future. It's time to look forward, not back. It's important to plan for achievement, not just to seek to mitigate risk. We plan to excel. And how, for 2020 performance, we can drive into the second half of this year. Yep, today's a barn burner. But before we dive in, let's do a little squatty update. And for this week's, we're gonna head to Alaska. Yep, this week's squatty update, I'm actually going to hand it over to a purple patch squatty, Sarah Zaglifa. Now, I wanted to read this little blurb that Sarah posted on her internal community pages because I think that much of today's conversation really aligns with the spirit that Sarah expresses so well in her post to the other purple patch athletes. 
And so I'm just going to read it as is, verbatim. Nothing changed. And then we'll get on with the word of the week. So, Sarah, thank you very much. This from you this week is the Squatty Update. I'm just so darn thankful that I have a squad during this crazy time of life. I joined shortly after moving from Brooklyn, New York to Alaska. Yep, military life. I would have thought that the biggest gift of being a squaddy would have been evidence through the performance metrics. And I have to say, it certainly improved my triathlon prowess. But more importantly, this group has taught me to, in her words, embrace the suck. With the move to Alaska, all of my races cancelled and being a healthcare provider in an ER during a pandemic, yes, the story goes on, but the easy reaction would have been for me to just turn my back on training. I had too many other priorities and challenges, but instead I just embraced all the suck and I want to thank the Purple Patch philosophy. I figured out how to carry bear spray. I dealt with only four hours of daylight all winter. Whether it was snow or rain, 280 days of the year, open water swimming in Arctic water, wearing a Boba Fett helmet at work, and becoming an expert in gear for running in snow and ice, yes, it's been a challenge. But I embraced it. I kept pushing forward. I lived by the program and absorbed myself in the dictionary words of wisdom. As a result, I learned to ski. I can keep my family fed with salmon and king crab. I can distinguish between black and brown bears and their unique, unique dangers. I found out that my seven-year-old loves sport and we've had hours of family fitness fun and gained confidence of never giving in. And so, thank you, squad. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Who would have known in the world of triathlon amidst a pandemic that in fact, by keeping my head forward, it would have opened up so many new worlds. And so I encourage everyone to embrace the sun and go for it, all of it. Well, it's brilliant. Well said, Sarah. And that's the thing. That's the important thing. This performance journey isn't actually about triathlon. And it's certainly not about finish lines or PRs. Those are great gifts and it's cracking when you have a wonderful race. But it is mostly about navigating life in the best way possible and thriving no matter what it brings. And 2020 has sure delivered some gifts this year. And so stepping up and keeping the backbone of performance as the framework is the thing that enables you to accelerate. You always will if you stay engaged. So with that, Sarah, my squaddy update. Now, let's get on. Barry, you're back this week. Let's get on with the word of the week. We like the way he thinks. Serious with the way. Let's open the book. It's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. Yes, the word of the week this week is science. The channel tunnel. It's also referred to as the channel, 50 kilometers of railway tunnel that connects Folkestone in the UK to Coquelles in France. Beneath the English Channel and at the Strait of Dover, it is the only fixed link between the island of Great Britain and the European mainland. 
At its lowest point, it is 250 feet deep. And at almost 38 kilometers in length, the tunnel has the longest underwater section of any tunnel in the world. The speed limit for trains going through the tunnel is 160 kilometers an hour. For you Americanos, that's 100 miles an hour. The tunnel carries the high-speed Eurostar passenger trains and it connects end-to-end -end the high-speed train carrying millions of passengers every year. Now, the channel began with two teams working from either side, the English and the French side, boring machines cutting through Chalk Mile to construct two railway tunnels and a service tunnel. The two parties engineered an approach and magically met in the middle of the channel. Along their journey was missteps. They had to change approach, they had to shift drills and tools, adjust what they thought to be true and adapted to changing situations. But they carried on and in the end they met in the middle. Urban legend has it that they were only a millimetre apart. But the final breakthrough came with a two-inch pilot hole and it led to great celebration of an amazing engineering feat. And the reason that this happened with so much success is that we put our collective trust in the long-held expertise of professionals. People who have spent their whole life of education and work experience developing the capability to design and execute something that was so colossal within the field of their expertise. As we were building the Channel Tunnel, we didn't listen to social media for advice on how to do it. We didn't really listen to the opinions of evangelists or politicians on how to dig or set safety. We didn't follow a construction roadmap that was designed by home carpenters or architects with their expertise in trendy home construction. We listened and followed to the approach of people who have spent their whole life becoming experts in exactly this type of thing. Now, isn't that quite a sensible approach? Good. So therefore, now that we face the biggest public health challenge in a century, I believe that it might be sensible to follow the guidance, expertise and advice of the very people who have spent their whole lives earning the title of world expert in the related fields. They don't have agendas. They too face challenges and need to draw lessons. They learn as they go through navigating this pandemic. They are making the very best judgments and guesses based on what they learn as they navigate this thing. But they are the best place to provide the best practices. In other words, we get behind the science, the experts. Their agenda isn't political. It's a drive to help us, to help us. Yes, us. And that is why the word of the week this week is science. In a pandemic, it's time to follow the science. We do this as a society, we're gonna be better off and it's not gonna be easy and there's gonna be turbulence and there's gonna be lessons and we'll even make mistakes, but it is the only logical path forward. And so with that, let's drive forward.
let's control what we can control and let's carve the path for 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and potatoes this week. It's a goodie, guys. It's a goodie. We are just over midway through 2020, and I don't think any of us are going to forget this year and everything that it has brought us. Turbulence, challenge, stress, uncertainty, frustration, and we're only halfway through. This year ain't over yet. Now, before you slump into the chair at the thought of what is to come, let me say it a different way. This year isn't over yet. It's not over. It's not done. We have got months ahead of us to make the back half of 2020 great within the context of the host of aspects that we cannot control. But we do have things that we can. And so our quest today is to set our performance journey on a track that can optimize what we can do in the rest of 2020, but also set ourselves up for a better 2021 and beyond. Because as with anything, random will deliver random results. And the truth is, you can't afford to do that. You can't afford just to give up halfway through. The shit has hit the fan. It's time for us to get cleaned up. And so more than ever, the structure and the progressive nature of training is important. And what we need, all of us, of all levels, of all goals and aspirations, of all sports, we need purpose. We need to track on a mission. We need to feel like we're going to accomplish something. And that's for ourselves and for your future athletic goals but also so that we allow ourselves to be best equipped to navigate these times and perform as a simple human being. And so, with a quest of 2020 back half performance, I thought it would be really helpful to dive into a little step-by-step -step guide and framework of how you might go about that. No matter whether you're a serious athlete, a professional-minded fitness enthusiast, whatever it is, let's be clear. We need to look forward. Let's plan, let's set up a framework. And so, without further ado, five steps to magic. Here we go. Step one, anchor around the benefits of a backbone of structure. Yes, this is all about mindset. If we go back just a month or so to early June, things began to look a little bit more positive in the world. There was a little opening up. There were plans laid for athletic racing that seemed like they might actually happening. But then, boom, the return of the fog of COVID. It reversed its course and it began creeping back into our lives. And with that, uncertainty returned. We collectively experienced a little bit of return of anxiety, logistical challenge. And it's really become clear that the classic racing opportunities are increasingly unlikely in 2020. This realization for many, many people has been the final straw, with several falling into despair and apathy. Troops don't give up. 
Don't give up. Do not give up. It's already been a long journey. And while the training effects of your last months are banked and stored and won't dissipate, few of us have really had the chance to experience the fruits of our labor. And I get it. It's understandable that some ask, what's the point? But here's the point. You need purpose, direction, and a mission in training to enable you to best navigate the stress of the times, but also to set up a cracking 2021. In fact, I would argue that you need bold, underlined, you need training more than ever right now. It comes back to the role of sports and performance in your life. Now, sports, there's an obvious role for many. Many people train to get ready for races, to accomplish goals, whether it's completing a distance or competition for medals and prizes. Traditional sports training is, well, event-driven. But training for a sport delivers so much more. And it is that more that is exactly what every human being absolutely needs right now. Training for sport delivers a structure and a framework to help you with time management around aspects of life. That little healthy dose of accountability and commitment to training and health forces you to plan, to create stability, to set up positive routine. Training also builds your mental and physical resilience, which is likely the key, the absolute key characteristic that we need in these times. Fortitude and resilience to optimize your health, your energy and your mental toughness. And on top of it, training provides the positive and fun escape. Yes, you're allowed to have fun with this stuff from the rigors and the stresses of work, logistics and the understandable anxiety. In other words, even if races do not exist, you don't need to fall into the what's the point mentality. Because even if races won't happen this year, Training is the very backbone that equips you to thrive across all aspects of life. And you shouldn't underappreciate it because it's the most important part of why you do this, even if you can't see it right now. In fact, like an evangelist, I'm just going to say, trust me. I know what I'm talking about on this part. Now, if you can't trust me, let me tell you this. This is no different in a bizarre way than many of the very busiest and most successful CEOs that I work with that consistently have massive and pressing demands and high stress. They realize that training, not exercise, training is the very glue that holds together the puzzle of health, like and work performance. If they relegated this piece of the puzzle into the bucket of randomness, they would just not get less fit. They would become less effective across all areas. And so I tell you that if the highest performing CEOs realize that their performance is a contingent of structured training, I think we can all learn in that now, in this time, when we find ourselves in the blizzard of turbulence. And so let's begin 
by establishing that and making our training non-negotiable. We have to train. That is step number one. Buy into it, and if we buy into it, then it just becomes about how. Great. Step two for the back end of 2020. You need to find a challenge and you need to go for it. Look, I admit that having no specific races and targets can make training feel like an endless moving walkway from one terminal to the other in the world's largest airport. In a word, stale. And if you tend to be event-driven and get energized by chasing races, well, guess what? You better start getting creative and carving out challenge for yourself. It is an act of performance stupidity to just say to heck with it, I'll wait for the next time. You are either growing or shrinking. And just by taking a pass on 2020 simply isn't going to work for you. And so my step two in all this, find or create a challenge. Set a target. And it has to be a target that provides a few things. Number one, a sense of mission to your training. Secondly, it should deliver a sense of accomplishment if you actually get to complete and are successful in it. And it should be something that powers purpose in the plan of training. You should be able to map your training towards this challenge. And I think for the vast majority, it's wonderful if it has a little healthy dose of competition, either competition against yourself or, of course, with others. Now, you cannot, in the environment, rely on classic races. And so you're going to have to create a challenge. With a big one set out, you can and should create little stepping stone targets and challenges on the way to leading up to it. Now, this is a strange new world for now and so i think it demands a different lens and openness into diving into a new way of doing things what am i going on about here well for us at purple patch what it means so far as carving out challenges is a three-month series of challenges and races that lead up to having our entire focus for all of our athletes training for something at the back end of 2020. And we are going to chase and drive and train towards challenges and virtual races. And we're gonna make sure that these are fun, but also drive to each Purple Patch athlete's personal performance. And they're gonna be high value, not just to create engagement, but the challenge is gonna help for a few things. The first is your body, our body, needs to build, peak and taper for something. The mental and physical benefit of going through an event cycle is really going to help keep your performance knife sharp. It facilitates familiarity and the routine of what we might call the athletic life. Your body is going to benefit and it's also going to be better equipped to set up a great 2021. The challenge also creates a destination, an anchor in your training, something that you can drive towards and deliver some accountability for adherence. 
the reward you get, the sense of accountability, it's all amplified when you have a target. And we cannot control COVID. We not, cannot decide yes or no on racist happening, but we can put in the ground a stake, an immovable target to frame our performance journey. And thirdly, the roadmap to a challenge creates something very simple, predictability and stability. And that all comes in a life that has very little of such things. And this can really help the most anxious among us. It can help dissipate fear. If we settle on a challenge and drive towards it, it can actually become a great sense of mental relief. It can provide a positive focus and it creates something that is truly stable in this chaotic life. But guess what? These challenges that I call to action, they don't need to be heavy in meaning for you to draw benefits. They can be wild, free, fun, and in some ways, bizarrely kind of meaningless at the end of the day. I'd encourage you to keep them simple and accessible and ensure that they're less prone to the events of the world getting in the way of execution. But they should be just scary enough that they should make you want to train for them. And they should deliver a sense of accomplishment, or in other words, make you feel great when you nail them. So good. Here we're at so far, the back end of 2020. And what we've already got is a commitment to training and a progression to enable us to thrive across life. Boom, stake in the ground. We've also committed to go and find a challenge, something to train for. We are going to drive towards virtual races or challenges. But now what we need to do to be successful is we need to build around these two elements. Because we don't want to hope the back half of 2020 is success. We want to ensure that we can carve success. And so step number three for you, it is time for you to be a little more tribal. The first part of 2020 has broken routine for all of us like we never could have imagined. The shift in life for so many have seen what I would call a collision of worlds. And it might sound familiar to you to be juggling family, kids, work, Zoom calls, all next to a bike trainer and under a single roof. They talk about separation of church and state, but COVID has truly created a collision of all of our worlds. And the irony of this is that it's also left a gap. It's left a dilution in the really subtle, but what I think is important, basic interactions that we have. What we might call the water cooler moments, the easy conversations when you wander onto the poolside at a master swim, the chat with the barista at a coffee shop. The human interactions as you walk into a conference room for a business brainstorm. Prior to COVID, we had hundreds of basic and subtle interactions. We have a shared human experience and by the fact that human beings are, I believe, really quite social beings. And so while many of you fitness enthusiasts and athletes quite often love to train alone in normal times, creating the solitude or escape 
from all of those human interactions, which is completely understandable. Wake up. In 2020, the times have changed, at least for the now. And I would argue that now, this year, in these times, feeling connected to other people in purpose outside of a work setting is a massive amplifier to mission and effectiveness. Look, individual sportsmen will always accelerate in a team environment and your performance will thrive with the accountability of community. And for the vast majority of you, your enjoyment and achievement will be more meaningful if you ground in a sense of being a part of something. And so with your mindset established and a challenge created, I encourage you, get recruiting, dive into things. You cannot expect to train in big group settings. You can't go to a gym, or at least I wouldn't right now. You won't be training in a big 60 person track session. And so you've got to think outside the box. This is not a time of your performance journey to be a performance hermit. This is a time to lean into club, community, group challenge, friends, go tribal, be part of a gang, get on a team of some sort. At Purple Patch, this is why we're aligning the training focus for all of our community of athletes. It's why we're leaning into the live coach sessions so that we can engage people from anywhere in the world and why so much of our challenges are set up as, yes, individual pursuits, but also with accomplishment, with a team-focused lens. We need to, for the sake of our individuals, lean into team. Now, there's a tired old saying, there's no I in team. I've seen it on many t-shirts. But even if you are truly an individual athlete with a sense of goal for you and no one else, even if we go the really selfish lens, I only care about myself, in order for you to thrive and you to achieve your results right now in these times, your very best route is to lean into that saying, get on a team, be a part of something. And guess what? You might, you might, 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 might just enjoy it. Ah, deep breath out. We are now three in. The mindset of performance in life, setting up a challenge, chasing that challenge with others. And our final two steps are anchored around habits for the future and a chance to be truly creative. Try something new. Bring out your inner artist. And so with that, step number four for our performance journey for the back end of 2020, start working on aspects of performance that are going to help you in the future. Let's again remind ourselves: the first half of 2020 was, well, how can I say it? <clears throat> yes, a shit show. And I issued a call to action for the rest of 2020. Let's charge. But what if you ask me my underlying reasons of really making a push for performance in the back half of this year? Why not just write it off? Well, I've already mentioned that structured training is going to assist you in your mental and physical resilience as you navigate these times. But let's come up a level. And this is the important part. 
in any journey of performance, progression is never linear. You or any athlete will always be met with adversity, with setbacks, with failure. In fact, struggle is an essential ingredient to the part of a successful journey. And it just so happens that we're in a time where there is collective struggle, where most are not actively accelerating. And most are also not seeing the direct rewards of their labor. But this fact doesn't mean that your goals, your dreams, and your pursuit of your best felt self just evaporates. For the back half of 2020, you have a chance, an opportunity, to set up many positive habits and a platform of performance in 2021 and beyond. And so now is the time to establish a massively positive set of habits and approaches that you can work on with focus that will put you in a great place moving forward. And while this sounds as sexy as building a foundation on a house, it's actually critical for your platform of which your future performance lies. The work that you do now will probably be unseen, but it will be your platform of success. And while many, even most, are rebuilding next year, you will be accelerating. What are your weaknesses? What elements of performance do you skip when cramming for events in a time-starved life? Are there places of your mental approach that you can begin to focus on shifting to help your perspective and lens? Here are some examples. Consistently integrating strength training, evolving a mindset on that pass-fail mentality that's burdened your previous training journeys, an elevated focus on post-workout fueling, prioritizing sleep, ensuring that you make the easy days easy enough. The list, of course, goes on. But the question is, what are your things? What can you do right now? See, you do indeed have some control. And so right now, for the rest of 2020, focus on them. When the pressure, whether it's self-induced or not, is really low. And you're surely going to be set up for whatever happens next year. And so burn the habits set up for the future. And now, finally, we come to step number five, the last piece of advice. Step number five, be creative. Yes, try new things. When everything changes, then there is a demand. Note, there is an opportunity to try new things. Let me tell you a little story about Simon, a purple patch athlete. And this is a passage of his own words. Matt, I've got to tell you, I'm a little bit of a lone wolf. I love training, I love racing, and I'm, well, at least I don't think, I'm not antisocial at all. But history shows me that I tend to train alone and use my endurance sports as an escape from life commitments. And now I have no racing, I work from home, and I finally realized this ain't normal. And so, listening to your words, I thought, I've got to adapt. I've got to evolve. Now, if you told me to take any group exercise class ever, I would laugh. I freaking hate group exercise classes. And then there you go, and you begin live bike sessions. And my reaction was, oh, that's just not for me. Sounds like a spin class. Ugh. 
Well, after two weeks, I continued to feel rudderless. And in uncertain times, I thought, why not? And so I spun up my video and I hopped on. On my deck outside, camera on. And it was midway through that I had my epiphany because you were sitting there on your bike in the center and you said to a guy called Martin, drop his shoulders, slide his hands forward. Now my name isn't Martin, but what did I do? I dropped my shoulders. I checked that they were supple. And then suddenly my name came up. Wait, soft elbows, burn the habit. How you ride your bike inside is how you ride it out. And you know what I did? I listened to you. I've got to say that I've never had coaching on the bike. And here I was, 2,500 miles away, being guided by you and all of your cynicism and irony. But it was near the end of that session that my head exploded. Because you went around that video room and you called out where everyone was from. New York, Ecuador, Panama, San Francisco, LA, London, Cornwall, Essex, Seattle. The list went on. And it was global. And bizarrely, it was kind of people like me. And I weirdly felt like I was a part of something. What have you done to me, Dixon? But I was with people who shared the same struggles. And that was six weeks ago. And I haven't missed since. I still hate group fitness but I sure love this. I guess what I say to my friends is it's not a spin class, it's group coaching. By the way, Pauls, thank you, Simon, because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> what I've started to refer it to is bike church. And so I just wanted to send you a message as much as I hate to give you compliments, Dixon, but thank you. It's been great. Now, in telling you that story loyal listeners to the Purple Patch podcast, I'm not suggesting that you have to join Purple Patch, that you have to participate in our live bike classes or our live strength sessions or self-care. And look, we'd love to have you. But my point to this is that this is a time for creativity. This is unusual times. This is actually a great time for you to risk-free branch out a little bit. If you're a serious athlete who's identifying themselves as Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, go out and try some trail running. Hit out, have a go at gravel riding, mix it up a little bit. Get involved with things that you never thought you would enjoy. Do an online Strava challenge. Get involved and be open. Look, here's another great example. My good friend and ex-Purple Patch Pro, Laura Siddle, who I led for many years as an athlete, and we remain very close. Laura hates riding on a bike trainer. In fact, when I coached her, she almost refused as I led her in her sporting journey. She viewed online training platforms with nothing short of disgust and despair. Outside riding, outside riding. She loved the beauty of the sport. And then, boom, COVID-19 happens. And the great thing about Laura is that she was actually open enough and I would say smart enough to say crazy times it's time to try new things because the circumstances have changed and guess what all of those online platforms were fit for purpose for the time 
She gamed in her riding. She tried new challenges. She fell in love bizarrely. And now she can be found on those very same riding platforms that she used to look at with despair and disgust. Now, she still loves outside riding. She is a pure rider. But for these times, it opened the door to try new things. So perhaps you should try the Laura approach. Be creative, be open, and try new things. Folks, 2020, it ain't over. And so if you want one final message around this year, it's a realization for you. This challenge that we all face provides growth. You can only grow out of stress. And so I invite you right now to leverage the uncertainty, the turbulence, the strain, and aim to convert it to the potential for your growth. It begins with your mindset and then is followed by your actions. And the outcome will be your results. Mindset, setting up a challenge, become a part of something, establish your habit for the future, and dance with the great unknown. Get creative. It is your chance to thrive in 2020 because it isn't over yet. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Next week, we're going back to the topic of resilience, a review of the first half of 2020 with some of the best snippets from resilience, leadership, and navigating adversity. It is another doozy. But until then, stay healthy, stay safe, believe in the science, wear your mask, and take care. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. If you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you share with your friends and even go the extra mile and head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review the show. The Apple Podcast link is in the show notes. Your support and positive reviews go a huge way in increasing our visibility and also the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Cheers!